It's Thursday, the 7th of March, 2019, and from London, I'm Alec Hogg, and here's your Business News Flash Briefing. In today's global business headlines, in a year when President Donald Trump imposed tariffs on a range of imports to cut his country's trade imbalance, the United States has posted its largest deficit since 2008, although partly offset by $270 billion in net earnings from services, tourism and banking. America's trade gap with the rest of the world grew 12% from 2017 to a decade-high $621 billion last year. China accounted for half of the total, up more than 10% on 2017. Despite tariffs, the gap keeps growing, with December's $60 billion the U.S.'s biggest monthly deficit on record. Economists say 2018's deficit was, ironically, fueled by buoyant spending from Trump-initiated tax cuts, which stimulated demand for imports from consumers and businesses. Some respite for the U.S. president, though, is that his possible re-election in 2020 will no longer be threatened by the man that Warren Buffett picks for president, Michael Bloomberg. Yesterday, the media mogul and former New York mayor announced he would not be joining the presidential race, despite claiming in a blog that he would beat Trump in a general election. Bloomberg, however, doesn't fancy the chances of winning his own party's nomination. Quote, I am clear-eyed about the difficulty of winning the Democratic nomination in such a crowded field. Unquote. Pressure on the U.S. big tech giants rose a notch yesterday as the French government introduced a 3% tax on online advertising and digital marketplace revenues when they are generated in the country. France's levy will raise 400 million euros this year and is but one of many similar taxes being introduced across Europe. Analysts reckon that in total these taxes will cost Silicon Valley companies billions of dollars. The new French tax is part of European efforts to address decades-old international regulations that allow companies like Google, Facebook, Amazon and Apple to switch reporting of revenues to jurisdictions where tax rates are lowest. Spain, the UK and Germany have publicly proposed introducing similar at-source taxes to that one just being brought in in France. The Silicon Valley companies say they will pay all the taxes that they owe. Zimbabwean Finance Minister Mtuli Ngube, who's on an investment roadshow in the United States, yesterday said that his country had scrapped the 51% local ownership rule on platinum mines. Appearing in Washington on Bloomberg Television, Ngube said, quote, We are removing that indigenizing rule which is discouraging foreign investment. We say Zimbabwe is open for business. You can only be open if you allow ownership of 100%, unquote. Zimbabwe has the world's second largest platinum reserves behind South Africa, but investment has stalled since former President Robert Mugabe introduced indigenization laws. Zimbabwe's mining minister, Winston Chitanda, said in a separate interview that the 100% foreign ownership rule could also be extended to diamond mining. In South African news, the day of reckoning drew a little closer yesterday for former Steinhoff chief executive Marcus Eurster and his fellow directors. The South African Police's Serious Commercial Crimes Unit disclosed that four separate criminal cases had been lodged and 21 statements taken relating to the alleged fraud and theft that occurred at the company during Eurster's reign. South Africa's Financial Sector Conduct Authority said yesterday it would be ready within two months to lay charges relating to insider trading and the publication of false financial statements by Steinhoff. And in Europe, 
German public prosecutors are also working on the case, having stated in 2017 that they would be laying charges against the company and its directors. This has been your Biz News Flash Briefing. Until the next time, cheerio.